the Buddha said, develop concentration, O monks. One who develops concentration will see things as they really are. So what we're doing here as in this practice of samadhi, as Philip was saying last night, is gathering in all the scattered energies of the body, the heart, and the mind, and unifying them in the service of developing liberating insight. And so as we practice, particularly today, our task is to unplug ourselves from our daily lives and to start gathering in some of these energies and distractions so that we can have this full, aware presence. And so we'll begin today by each of us exploring, finding a relaxed way of not efforting, but coming into this collected and unified and balanced body, mind, and heart. And it's not an easy thing, this art of balancing um, energy and effort and relaxed attention. And so what we're wanting as we begin is to allow the body fully to relax. Because as the body relaxes, the mind is guided to relaxation. And so you'll notice as you're sitting now, just that little bit of an invitation for the body to relax can help the mind relax. And the more relaxed the body is, the more receptive and the more able to find an intimate and direct experience with whatever is in our awareness. And in the service of our samadhi practice this week, we'll be using the breath, most of us. And so we want to build a comfortable home in a way to receive the breath in so that we can become intimate with the breath. Um, And each of us will find that balance of relaxed, alert attention. It really helps to have a posture that you can um, find that balance of relaxed attention and yet really be alert and present so we don't slip into drowsiness. So you might want to just check your posture right now as we begin. And it's true for all of us, however long we've been practicing, just to notice that we feel grounded through our feet and our legs. And there's a sense of uprightness in the spine, and yet it's not rigid. And that the chin is tucked in slightly so that the neck's not in extension. When the spine is erect and the chin just gently tucked, then the energy can move more easily and not be blocked. Arms and hands relaxed and the jaw relaxed. so that the posture is still and awake and relaxed. So we can begin by bringing our awareness to the body. Inviting the body to be at ease 
relax. Allowing the sensations in the body to fill our awareness. Gently softening muscles in the face, shoulders and back. A chest releasing. The belly softening. The low back. The muscles in the legs. Sense the body releasing, softening. Allowing the body to relax internally. Relaxing in the throat. Inside the chest. Sensing, releasing, relaxing in the belly internally. as though you were inviting the body to release into the safety that was created here, the hypervigilant energies in the body, releasing a little, calming, If you like, you can bring in a soft intention. May the body relax now. And notice what happens. May the body Relax, be at ease. And allowing the mind to relax so the mind can release the past, release leaning into the future, 
and rest moment by moment. Relaxing in the heart. Allowing the energies in the heart to settle. May the body, mind, and heart be relaxed at ease. And from this place of ease, relaxation, allowing the attention to rest with the breath. (coughs) Not constricting the attention in towards the breath, but being at ease, receptive, receiving the sensations of breathing. As though these sensations of the breath could fill the awareness. it's most comfortable for you to be aware of the breath. It might be awareness of the whole body breathing. Or it might be the breath at the nostrils, the chest, or the belly. So the awareness is open and receptive and the experience of the breath is filling the awareness.
whenever the mind wanders into thoughts and stories, gently reconnecting with the breath. Sometimes it can be helpful to just simply, not now, here, here, with this moment of breathing. Notice if there's any tension in the body. Allowing the body to relax and settle. And then to receive the breath again. How is the breath now? If you're aware in the breath in the whole body, you might be aware of the skin stretching with the in-breath, releasing with the out-breath. The sensations of the chest expanding and releasing. or of the air in contact with the upper lip, if you're aware at the nose. Soft, receptive, open. Allowing the breath to come to you, to arise all on its own, rather than leaning after it or efforting for it. As though it was some rare a beautiful, precious animal. And you are just resting, letting it come closer to you. The more relaxed and open and friendly you are, the closer it will come. and the more of it you'll see and experience. Developing a friendly relationship with the breath.
whenever the mind becomes busy or distracted, settle into the stillness in the body. Connect with the relaxation and stillness deep within the body. Invite the voices in the mind to be quiet and stop talking to each other. Not now, here. Open into spaciousness, releasing contraction and tightness. Spacious in the heart and mind. And then allowing the experience of the breath to fill the awareness again. Just this breath. Just this breath. If the mind is sleepy, sometimes it helps to pay more attention to the in-breath. In-breath is enlivening, awakening, brightens the mind. The mind is agitated or restless. Put more attention on the out-breath relaxing, calming with the out-breath.
Notice how the breath is right now. In this time of exploring and getting to know the breathing today, it can be helpful to take a few moments to allow the breath to be comfortable. To allow the breath or to allow an adjustment so that the breathing is pleasant, comfortable, relaxed. How could the breath be pleasant and easeful right now? Breath pervading awareness, filling awareness in a comfortable, relaxed way. Receptive, open, friendly.
One of the things that really is important in um, this style of retreat is the continuity of our practice. And so sometimes we think of the bell as meaning, okay, I can stop now, the sitting's over. But actually, the bell means, please continue. And so when you hear that, just have that sense of it just supporting the practice continuing, whether it's the bell that you hear to end a walking period or to end a sitting period. It's not really an ending, it's the beginning um, and the continuation. Um, On the first days of retreats, it's normal, as you know, to have the energy going from sleepiness to restlessness and busy mind, all those things. And so it's very helpful to bring in the parami of patience and also to have that sense of trust in your own practice, not to be in a hurry or leaning into some expectation. And with each period of practice, whether it's sitting or walking, think of as you come into that as a fresh start, as um, a new beginning, and that you can let go of expectations and also let go of limiting beliefs. And that letting go of limiting beliefs is so helpful um, in allowing things to unfold in their own time and in connecting with the trust um, in your own practice and in the, um, the building of concentration and samadhi as we go through the days. So um, I just have some announcements and then we're going to have some instruction in walking practice, which is just a little different on um, a concentration retreat. So today we're going to have another instruction period at four o'clock. Normally the four o'clock sit will be, um, that you'll notice in the schedule there are two hour-long practice periods. The one before lunch is an hour and the one at four o'clock is also. The four o'clock one will usually have some loving-kindness practice But today, we're going to have another instruction period um, because we find it very helpful to support your practice the first day or so to just have that um, support to to really get it going. So we would ask you um, to come to all the instruction periods, particularly this sit, the 9.15 sit, to come to every 9.15 sit and to come to the Dharma talks because we'll be including instruction in those too and it will really support the retreat for you. And there will be an instruction period again for today. Um, And the other thing um, is that um, there's an invitation if you would like um, for those of you who are interested to take eight precepts. And if you are interested in taking the eight precepts for this retreat, um, the kitchen will have um, a piece of paper on the notice board down in the dining hall, and you can sign up so that they know um, who will not be eating um, um, the meal at 5.15, and you'll have juice or whatever um, if you want to take the eight precepts. For those of you who aren't familiar with the eight precepts, I will, um, I will put the precepts up on the board and you can look at them. And if you like, you can, on your own, chant them to yourself in Pali if you want to take them in a formal way. Um, 
So mainly the eighth precepts, um, the main thing that affects you is that it's that refraining from taking the evening meal. And it's in service of making things more simple and gathering the attention in still more so that we're practicing wise renunciation, the renunciation of letting go, and that really supports our practice deeply. So seeing what feels right for you. If you do take the eight precepts, you take them for the whole retreat. You don't say, I'll do it today and not tomorrow, (laughs) and so forth. It's something that you are committing to for the whole retreat. And then the last announcement is that um, for this retreat, we've decided to have a chanting period at 6.45. So we'll be chanting together. Um, Chanting is another way of unifying the body, mind, and heart, of evoking a kind of resonance. There's a resonance that happens with the breathing that brings things together, and the same thing with the chanting. Um, And so we'll be doing that together for about 10 or 15 minutes at the beginning of the 6.45 sit every day. Um, And so you can... um, Usually we have it at the very end of the day and not everybody is there for it, so we're trying this at 6.45. And have a wonderful day of practice. And we'll be beginning interviews tomorrow, but today there will be a day just to settle in and allow all the energies to kind of settle and relax. Because a number of you are not used to sitting for an hour. So we'll have, as you all know, the alternation between the sitting and walking throughout our day. And for a concentration practice uh, with the breathing, um, you know, the, the walking practice, pretty much we carry the same instructions from the sitting into the walking. We uh, relax the body and connect in a relaxed way with the breathing during walking. Now, the feeling of it is different than in sitting, of course, because the body is moving. There's a lot more um, external stimulation. And so it can be a little more challenging to actually touch in with the sensations of the breathing in the walking uh, because the attention can be drawn outwards. And so uh, in the walking, I encourage actually a couple of pieces. One is I encourage a back-and-forth walking because it simplifies, uh, it simplifies what the um, mind has to do. You know, so as in the, the kind of the Mahasi Vipassana um, walking instructions um, to, to do a back and forth walking over a, about a 30 foot stretch really helps to keep the mind here because you're not having to make decisions about 
where you're going or which hike you're going to do or, you know, which direction to go at this why. You know, so it really simplifies to just do the back and forth walking. Now, saying that may encourage some of you to, to kind of move into the habit of the really slow kind of walking. And, you know, the really, really slow walking, the lifting, moving, placing, actually will get in the way of attending to the breathing because your mind is doing something to slow you down artificially. And so I encourage you to do this back and forth walking, but do it at a pace that feels comfortable. So comfortable, comfortable for the body, comfortable for the mind. So actually I encourage you in the walking to begin with a sense of relaxation through easeful pace. So like in the sitting, we've been starting with the relaxation of body. Here in the walking, we, we start by connecting with the pace that feels easeful and comfortable. And then um, moving in to connect with the experience of breathing. Wherever it feels clear to you, um, I have found for myself, I tend to, in my sitting practice, pay attention to my breathing at my sternum. And um, that's a pretty subtle experience. And so when I initially start in my retreats, when I initially start the walking, it's hard to feel it there. And so I actually open up my attention to a broader sense of breathing. And often it's up in the area of the nostrils and the mouth because it seems a little more clear there in the walking. And so we suggest in general that you pick one place for your breath and rest there. And yet I have found it, um, particularly at the beginning of a retreat, helpful to be a little more flexible about where to attend to the breathing during the walking. We're uh, cultivating the gathering and collecting around the breath. And I like to think of it in, um, in the, uh, over the course of the retreat as, you know, we're, we're starting from a pretty wide and scattered place often. And so we, rather than saying, okay, gather and collect the breath like this immediately, immediately trying to come into a very narrow place, it's like having a really allowing broad sense. And we're gathering and collecting the breath from a, a, a wider place and co- connecting with the breath as we can in the walking, especially initially. As I go through a retreat, it becomes easier. The mind gets more still and it's easier to connect with the subtleties of the breath in the walking. So having the sense of it being a, a gathering together rather than a forcing together. And so... Um, A couple of things, one in particular, uh, well, two, I think, two tips for connecting with the breathing while walking. Um, Again, we're really interested in the attitude, how we connect with the breath, that it be relaxed, friendly, easeful, rather than narrow, tight. And so sometimes... Um, again, because there's so much else happening in our field of experience in the walking, um, it can be hard to 
connect with the breath in an easeful way. And so I sometimes actually drop in a a question or request, um, how might how might it be possible to be with the breath in an easeful way while walking? And then, much as the instruction that Adrian gave during the sitting, may the, may the body relax, you know, may the um, breathing become comfortable, how might the breathing become comfortable? It's a similar kind of thing. You drop in this request. How might it be possible to be at ease with the breath while walking? And then you don't try to do that. You just see, how does the mind and body respond to that? Way more often than you might imagine, the mind and body know how to do something that we do not know how to do consciously. And so this is a kind of a way into. Okay, mind and body, what are you willing to do? What are you able to do in this moment? Sometimes you will get an answer through the experience. Very rarely do I find it's an answer through the, the, the thoughtful, the, 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 the conceptual door. It's much more a demonstration in the body and mind. This is what it means to do that. And so we're not looking for an answer. We're just dropping in that request, and seeing what happens. Sometimes something might happen, other times nothing might happen. And so to not you know, feel like it's a problem if nothing happens. I find often in using these requests, you know, they sometimes work, they sometimes don't. They sometimes offer an, an answer, offer a new opportunity for how to practice. And other times um, it's, it's, it's just kind of a continuation of the practice. And so that we can use those requests. And so in the walking, you might play with that. Um, finding a question or a intention towards easeful relaxation that works for you. Uh, the other um, tip that I find helpful, uh, particularly in the walking, well, actually... I find it helpful in the sitting as well, so I'll offer it in general. Um, Is, especially at the beginning, because we're gathering from such a large uh, container of energy, there's often a lot going on. You know, other body sensations, sounds. And when I first started doing concentration practice, I had the sense of, okay, I want to be with the breath. That means I need to not have everything else happening. I need to somehow put my attention on the breath and ignore everything else. And that ended up creating some tension in in my mind. And what I discovered is that if I allow all of those other things and the breath, there was a much more easeful sense. And so I began using a kind of a little note and the breath. Not consciously acknowledging the sound, the sights, the body movement, but just gathering the attention. It's like the breath is a tether. And the and part of that phrase, and the breath, allowed me to not push away all of the other experiences. The Buddha said, whatever we frequently ponder becomes the inclination of our minds. And so we're inclining the mind to connect with the breath. 
even in the midst of everything else. And as we uh, do that, as we explore and the breath, we're keeping that kind of tether to the breath. And it's, it's more what we're uh, inclining the mind towards than anything else. And over time, the other things recede. But we don't have to make them recede. So I offer that and the breath. That's also useful in our daily life practice, uh, in our activities through the day, making your bed, brushing your teeth, and the breath, and the breath. That may be a refrain that keeps going uh, for you in all of your activities. Also in the walking, it can be helpful to um, seclude the senses a little bit, and especially the eyes, um, not to look out and around, keeping the gaze soft so that uh, the mind isn't so pulled out of the eye door. Um, and just you know, maybe keeping the, the gaze down about six or eight feet in front of you um, and the gaze soft. Um, that will support the gathering and unifying of the mind also. So, enjoy your walk. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.